Mike Tomlin says Mitch Trubisky will be the starter moving forward for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is that the right call? We'll examine that and do our Stars and Skulls grades for this week. I'm Chris Carter of the Lockdown Steelers Podcast here with Alan Saunders from SteelersNow.com. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find the show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making us your first listen every, every day because we're your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the app that you got to download right to your phone right now and create an account and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets lowest price guaranteed we have more on them later here on the lost on steelers podcast we're joined as i said before by alan saunders the man from steelersnow.com alan we got to talk to you because we've talked about mike tomlin at ad nauseum and i'm sure he's going to come up again today but the question i have not approached nearly enough in the past five days is who should be the Steelers' starting quarterback until Kenny Pickett returns because there are some people who out there who think Mason Rudolph is a much better answer than Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky also hasn't played great, but also hasn't, you know, his one start this year, and again, it's only been one start, came on a very short week after a brutal loss with a lot of injury concerns that the team was trying to account for and not to make excuses for him, didn't w- w- would wouldn't have gone too positively for most quarterbacks in my opinion. What is your stance on for those who say Mason Rudolph should take over for Mitch Trubisky right now? I don't think he can play right now. I think maybe he could replace Mitch Trubisky if he struggles, if, especially if he turns the ball over. Like, look, the beginning of that New England game could have really gone sideways for the Steelers. Right, like the the pick that gets overturned. If that one go, that could have been a pick six easily. Um, yeah. Then then he throws another one. Then there's another one right before the half um, that gets dropped. So I think maybe if that had happened, maybe you would have seen Mason Rudolph in that game. And I think that's a reasonable. <coughs> excuse me, I think that it's was, a reasonable I, idea for him. You know, in this game, like I think he's. He's a fine guy to turn things over to. Things aren't going well. But I don't see any reason, as we sit here Monday night, Tuesday morning, to think that Mason Rudolph would be the better option for the Steelers to play at quarterback this week. I mean, let's look at things objectively using, like, 2023 facts, okay? Sure. Mason Rudolph has had, at this point right now, zero practices in the Steelers' offense since August. That's probably not going to go well. We just saw what Mitch Trubisky did after playing with limited practice time beforehand. Right. I'm not really eager to sign up to watch that again, regardless of who does it. Uh, right. That that doesn't sound like a good plan. Okay. So so that's one. Um, thing two is that you know Mason Rudolph lost a competition, a three way competition at quarterback last year to these two guys. He has been on the team since. He was let to go into free agency this offseason. And it wasn't until the Steelers got 
uh, Tanner Morgan in for rookie minicamp, and they got a good look at him, and they thought, okay, maybe this guy isn't really much. That they went and re-signed Rudolph, who has been a free agent the entire time, right. couldn't get another job in the league. Um, where are the signs that someone out there that evaluates quarterback play for a living thinks that he's better? I don't see one. Regardless of whether you have faith in the Steelers' decision makers in that in that in, the, in this area or not, the league is telling us what they think about him as well by the fact that he's still here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, the, and you know, and so I don't see And you can't. So here's, here's flawed fan thinking one oh one. Okay. Go for it. I don't like what I'm seeing. What I'm not seeing has to be better. Mm. Okay. The, what's going on is bad. So a change has to be an improvement. And that's just not true. It's just not true. F- first of all, we have, and Mike Tomlin laid this out in his press conference on m- Monday, there's good reason to suspect that Mitch Trubisky will be better with a full week of practice. And in fact, an extended week of practice, he right. was better in the second half against new England than he was in the first half. And then he was against Arizona and he has a long track record of being a better quarterback than that. There's real reason to think yep. that like if the Mitch Trubisky who beat Cincinnati last year played in these played on Thursday, the Steelers win by two touchdowns. He's that guy's in there. Like he exists. Yeah. Like what is more likely that that this guy with some time in the practice and and some exposure to the first team like gets gets back to where he's been? I, I think that's pretty likely, right? There's no reason to think that Mason Rudolph is is right now going to be a better option given his limited exposure to this offense. He's never even regularly thrown the ball to any of these wide receivers except for Deontay Johnson. Okay, like he has no feeling of touch or connection with any of these guys. Like it's it's not a recipe for success. There's no reason to think that that'll be better. Now, having said all that, like, could it be? Yeah. Could Mitch go out there and play another really bad game compared to his own standards? Yeah, it's possible. He just did it. Right. Okay. And if that happens, should the Steelers maybe go to Mason? Yeah, I can see that being reasonable, but I, I just can't see that being reasonable as we sit here um, Monday night, Tuesday morning going into this week considering the way that, that Trubisky improved over the, the course of the Patriots game, that he had one practice before he played in that game, like th- there's got to be a reasonable expectation that he will play and play much closer to the player that he has historically been than he was on Thursday. I feel in that. That, that they need, if they're going to play him, there has to be some reliance on his ability to change the game in their favor. And so far, that hasn't happened. No. I think that's part that's part of the problem right now is that they they need guys who are answers, not guys who provide more questions in their game right now. And I think that's where uh they're going to be looking at. And I also think it's where they've, you know, been able to continue to build from. So I, I think the Steelers if they're an organization right now, if they're if they're building forward, they need the right guys. And who knows? Maybe some of these playmakers that aren't being superstars right now can become that. Maybe George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryman with Najee. Maybe they maybe they emerge as the leaders you need of the future. Well, but, the other thing is like you're not going to get the buy-in from those guys if you just 
Ah, we're gonna go with Mason this week. Like, right. have you like okay? Like, have you ever gone to? I, I mean, you go to practice. You were at training camp. Did you ever go to training camp this year or practice this year and be like, "Oh man, two just blew me away today." Like, I can't believe yep. I'm not getting that guy out there. Like, I'm not. I'm, I don't know. I've never seen that. Like, I've never seen mm-hmm. like a guy like, "Oh man, I really wish we could get Mason out there." Like, if you start playing guys just to try something. Just a just a, well can't get any worse. The, the fan thinking, right? You're gonna lose buy-in from the players like that. Yep. That is, and and look, the buy-in on offense is minimal right now as it is. Like it's fragile. Like I don't know that you can go losing more guys off that train and have any hope of having any success. So I, and the third part of it is like, look, they didn't protect Mitch. They didn't protect Kenny Pickett very well, and he got hurt. They didn't protect Mitch Trubisky very well. He was running for his life. Mason doesn't really feel the rush very well and isn't that athletic. Like, doesn't seem like a great recipe to me right now. No, it doesn't. And, and you know, part of it might be the Steelers might need to need to improve their offensive line. Um, I, I think right now they definitely do for uh, I think they need the to future. improve their offensive scheme. That too. Like, I think it's pretty clear that they're not they're not they're not exactly operating the world's most pass friendly environment here. Like I think I think we can I think we can pretty well confirm that at this point, right? Like and, I, and honestly, mm-hmm. I feel like it's gotten worse uh, over the last couple of weeks. Absolutely, we have stars and skulls grades coming out in just a minute here on the Locked On Steelers podcast from that Patriots loss. The Steelers suffered suffered. Chris Carter, Alan Saunders of SteelersNow.com. Stick with us; we still got a lot to discuss. But first, we want to remind you, this show is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the number one app you need to download to your phone right now. And if you if you do, you won't regret it, especially because they have all the different offers you could imagine for events around you. Game Time is an app you can download right to your phone. And when you do, you're getting a chance to va- download tickets to your phone fast, easy, and secure so that you get all the value that you that you want. Don't go down to the to the event, whether it's a concert, whether it's a sporting event, whether it's a comedy event, whatever it is. Don't go down there just trying to get in get in late and hope to find the right the right seats with scalpers on the street. Make sure you hit up you hit up Game Time because Game Time will have all those prices in real time. Even if the game has already started, you have up to an hour after the game has started to join an event with Game Time. That is where you can get the the best amazing deal. So so. Go to GameTime.co right now. Get exclusive flash deals, and if you find tickets that are that are in the same section and row for less somewhere else, GameTime will credit you 110% of that difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app or go to the website GameTime.co. Terms and conditions apply. Create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. That's download GameTime today. Last bit of tickets, lowest, lowest price guaranteed. Back here in the Lockdown Steelers podcast, Chris Carter, Alan Saunders, breaking things down for you on the Steelers this this week as we continue things going on. Let's get into our Stars and Skulls grades. Remember, our Stars and Skulls grades are a little bit different. We're not doing A, Bs, and Cs over here. We do stars, and the amount of stars you get, the more stars you get, the the, the better you are. The uh, more skulls you get, the worse you were. And therefore, there we go. So 
let's get into this right right away. We'll start with the good because there are actually more good than I originally thought there would be for this game for how bad of a loss this was. And we'll get into how that impacted things later. But in the one-star grades here, I have the following players. TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter Jr., Megan Fitzpatrick, Deontay Johnson, Keanu Benton, James da- James Daniels, and Isaac Ciamalo. Now, none of these, these players were um, unstoppable this, 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 you know, in, in this game, Alan. But in my opinion, they all presented a collective problem that the Steelers had to be able to counter against in the coming years. Yeah, I thought they were good. I thought they were. I thought they were solid, and I thought they, you know, like you know, the Steelers' defense gave up some big plays, and they gave up a short field touchdown. Um, but really, like the two big, pl- like their 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 problems on defense were confined to relatively few guys. I think that's the way I would say it. It's like the defense as a unit should not be giving up twenty one points in the first half to the New England no. Patriots. Period. Okay, but if you go and look at like how each individual guy on that defense played, there's actually some pretty good performances. Like mm-hmm. it was very much just a few spots that the Patriots were able to pick apart, which is what made that really frustrating. Was it was the same spots that the Cardinals were picking apart the week before? Yep, yep. that's the problem, and it's a bad problem. But if you're doing grades the way we're doing grades, it means there's going to be a lot more good performances than you would think. I'm right with you, man. I, I feel like there's 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 a lot more to be had there, and there were a lot of missed opportunities there. Um, talk about these one star grades again. I'll also go over my two star grades. I only had two: Cam Hayward and Landon Roberts. I don't know about you, man. You tweeted during the game, and Landon Roberts for mayor. I petition you, sir. I think Landon Roberts needs to run for president. I, I I don't think he solves all the problems for the Steelers defense, but man, that that guy solves so many problems on the defensive side of the ball just by existing on game day. He is very crucial right now. Let me just say that he is holding things together. It is it is a little bit of chicken wire and duct tape in the middle of the defense right now, <laughs> and the Landon Roberts is the neighborhood handyman that's be like, I'll get it, Mrs. Johnson, I'll fix it up. Like I. I guess that's where he's at right now. Like he he's just holding stuff together. It's not always necessarily like beautiful, uh, but it is getting done. And it is not. And the difference when he is on the field and off the field is as dramatic as uh, as TJ Watt. Maybe more because I think mm. Nick Kirby's playing really well. Like when he comes off the field, you're like. It's he's playing really, really well right now. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. I just it makes it makes making moves so much harder because we also know how things are going to play out in the next five weeks. You know, there, there, there could be a lot of things that get that get in the way of things here, um, as far as you know what our reality is and what we you know what we do uh, move, moving fo- moving forward. And specifically with the Steelers, what do, what do they do moving forward? Uh, you you talked about Mitch Trubisky being being the answer. We're gonna go over our stars and skulls in a minute here, but to me, I, I feel like there is um there there is there is part of this that I look back at with the way that this season has gone, how weird it's been, and how certain teams have not been as completely unstoppable as other years. I see this this year as a unique opportunity for the Steelers to take advantage of other teams that are struggling right now. 
I look at the I look at the, even just like this past Monday night football, you had the Dolphins lose the Titans in crazy fashion. And if someone had told you that that was the case and that's what happened, you wouldn't believe them. Now the Packers lose doesn't really help the Steelers, but I I honestly think there's a lot of these teams that are going to be dealing with crazy stuff in the coming weeks and I'm not sure if they're going to be able to handle all of it, you know what I'm saying? So you're so what you're saying is if the Steelers can get into the playoffs, you don't think it's just like a write-off. You think that like some of these upper level teams yes. are are potentially vulnerable and yes. that these these last four weeks do really mean something, even though Absolutely. they're 0-2 coming off two losses to two win teams. Exactly. Because when I look at the standings right now, like if the standings were to happen right now, the Steelers would play the Dolphins, and the Dolphins just lost to the Titans, who the Steelers have beaten. Let's see this. Let's say the Chiefs take the number two spot and 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 play the Steelers right now. Oh no, excuse me. Actually, I, I got that all wrong. The Chiefs would play the Steelers right now, as the Chiefs are the three seed, the Steelers are the six seed, and th- I think right now the Steelers would beat the, would have a shot to they, they if they play like they did against the Cardinals and, and, and Patriots. It doesn't matter. Uh, they would lose to anybody, as we've seen. But if they play their game against the, the the Cleveland Browns or the Kansas City Chiefs or the Jag the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think the Dolphins could be tough with the way that they play offense. But a lot of those teams, the way that they play, I think the Steelers could hang with those teams and win going out late, and that would change the tune of things. Well, going back to our previous discussion, I'm not sure that I feel good enough about Mitch Trubisky to do that. I think they got to get I, I hear that. To do that. I hear that. Healthy to do that. All right, what do we got next? We got the were there any more two star grades? We had E Rob. Was he the just oh, Cam just Hayward. Cam Hayward? Just Cam Hayward was my other two star. When I went back and looked at his at his tape, I thought he was being a real game wrecker. I think Cam Hayward's still the man. Uh, I think that he has. A, I think that they have another year of him being a significant part of the defense. But I also think that they're running out of time to find the person who can aid him as being the other guy who is the significant part of the defense. Maybe that's Keanu Benton because uh, Keanu Benton was one of my one-star grades here. Again, my one-star grades were also TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter, Mika Fitzpatrick, Deontay Johnson, Keanu Benton, James Daniels, and Isaac Samalu. Um, real quick here, Alan, Patrick Peterson. There are some people that are still giving that man flack, but I think he's playing pretty well right now. Would you say the so, same? I'd say like Cam Hayward, like the last two-star, like I, that was the first game where I felt like he was back. Like he was, mm. he was himself again. And then Patrick Peterson, man, I think he's really turned it on. I think he's really become the player that the Steelers thought they were getting. Uh, moving him around seems to really have suited him. A lot. Like the way they're mm-hmm. moving him around the formation is, is, uh, has helped his game. It seems like uh, it's kind of minimized some of the tackling issues that we saw earlier. Uh, I think the coverage has been great now. Look, I mean that's a bad, bad, bad passing offense. Like we we know that, and they probably, but but it wasn't Patrick Peterson that was giving up the yards. I thought he had a great game. So yeah, I think he's been coming on strong as, as well. It really is a lot of individual positive performances, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Skulls next. Do we have skulls? Or- Do we have a bus ticket? Will we don't? We have two weeks in a row with a bus ticket. We don't have bus tickets this week, and in fact, I have to admit. I messed up. There is a person who I left off my one-star rating list here who deserves to be on it and will be on it in retrospect, and that's Miles Killebrew because we gave him a bus ticket grade last week for being a special teamer who continuously messed up, and then he went and blocked a punt that gave the Steelers a chance to be in the game, 
credit to Miles Killer Booth. Also, apparently, some of y'all out there, not not people who listen to this podcast, hopefully, but some Steelers fans out there thought it was funny to issue death threats to Miles Killer Brew. Those people who did that, I tell y'all, y'all are sick. You need help. I hope that none of you out there who are actually listening to the show or watching the show actually took part in stuff like that. That stuff is disgusting. Don't do those things. But as Alan said, we have to get to our skull segments here on who are the worst grades from the Steelers lost this past weekend. We'll do that in a minute here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. He's Alan Saunders. Stick with us. We'll be right back. But first, we want to remind you, this show is also brought to you by DoorDash. DoorDash is the app where you can get your food favorites brought right to your home, whether it's from your favorite restaurant or your favorite grocery store. Instead of trying to order pizza and wings and pop and burgers, all the stuff from all these different places, just get it all from one place because DoorDash will get them delivered right to your house and in quick order. That's where DoorDash really comes in. And you can take full advantage of DoorDash right now by getting 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you order when you download the DoorDash app and use code LOCKED23. Subject to change, terms, and conditions apply. Get prepared as you as you, as you're looking at as you were looking at your, your stuff for the, for the week make sure your fridge is full go to go to DoorDash whether you're looking on game day for the perfect food to watch while you're watching an away game or you're sitting there and saying I just need a good dinner tonight DoorDash is perfect for both of those not only will they bring your restaurant favorites but if you got stuff that you got queued up uh from from your favorite grocery store that's where DoorDash can really kick in so get DoorDash right now download it to your phone and when you do Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3. Subject to change. Terms and conditions apply. Back here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast, Chris Carter, Alan Saunders. We're getting into the skulls grades now. We did this. We did the stars. I wanted to give Alan some space to breathe. Let's get into the skulls right away. I have right now as a one skull grade: George Pickens, Larry Ogunjobi, Presley Harvin, Michael Walker, Trenton Thompson. We have two and three skull three skull grades. So do not be worried if you see a team up there that you think should be worse graded. They're they're coming at this time. But Alan, your response to people I have given one skull grade so far in this week. You know, George is interesting, right? Because I think he played fine, given what he was asked to do. Mm-hmm. I don't remember George making like an obvious error on the field, um, but he was such a pain in the butt on the sideline. Yeah, that, like Mike Tomlin actually addressed it and and actually criticized George in his press yeah. conference on Monday, which is a very rare step. Very uh, rare for Tomlin, and man, like. Antonio Brown made sense on Twitter. Crazy. Saying that George needs to be better. Like, that's how you know you've done wrong right there. That is a red sign, like a flashing sign that's like, you're you're screwing up here. Things are going badly. Uh, Yeah. So I think just for that, I would, I'd be fine with the skull for George. I didn't think that they used him very well. You look at the next gen stat target tree and he's 
hanging out like he's a guard within uh, one yard of the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, making sure that he doesn't get that illegal man downfield penalty because he never went, never was targeted on anything that, that actually went down the field. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm okay with that. Who else do we have up there? We had uh, Michael Walker, man, man, I could have given him two. Honestly, it was a pretty rough day, but he did get the big interception. Which That's is why a I huge, gave him a break. A I huge gave him a break. game changer in that one. Um, Trent Thompson, man, they're trying different things to try to take away the tight ends that have been the problem. And yeah. Trent has not been able to be the answer there. Like I think that they hoped that he might be. I'm okay with the skull there. Presley Harvin just continues to be inconsistent, man. It's not like all the punts are bad, and the average is actually kind of okay. But just like when they need a really good one, they're not getting it from them. And I think this special teams unit, even though they had the partial block, still can. It feels like it can be better still to me. Um, Larry Ogunjobi, pretty pedestrian game from him against yeah. a pretty pedestrian offensive line. And I agree yeah. with what you said. I, th- I I think the Steelers, even though they gave him a pretty big contract last year, like they've got to kind of be feeling right now like he's he's probably not the long term answer there at, at, at that one uh, interior tackle spot. They've got to they've got to make some some moves or, or some effort or hope that it's Keanu Benton who has been playing very well uh, in that slot going forward. I think there's, there's a lot of questions to be had there moving forward. I think it's going to be certainly something that we all keep it, keep it, keep it on moving forward. But also we still have to, we still have to examine the rest of the defense because there are two and three skull grades to get to two skull grades. I gave two out and it's to Trubisky and to Pickens. I hear you out on Pickens, but there were just so many plays that I just thought he could, he could have done a lot more on, even though they might not have gone his way. And that, ways into it. It doesn't doom Pickens to be something that he's not. It doesn't it doesn't mean that you know it doesn't take away you know things like that, but things might lessen in in the future. And I think yeah, Mitch is an interesting grade here too, man, because like the yeah. first half was about as bad as it can be. And then you know I don't want to say it was good in the second half, but you know he he leads the drive down for a touchdown. Uh and then like it just was okay after that. Um I, I think he played well enough to get another start. I don't think he was good. Um, I think we really, I mean, like there were some people that were saying that Mitch Trubisky should have played over Kenny Pickett. Like I think we can pretty well say that's not the case, right? Like right. this team needs Kenny Pickett back. And and I think, I think the thing that really disappoints me about Trubisky is I think he can be so much better and he's shown that he can be so much better. And I think that's where he was very frank when he spoke after the game and said, I can be better. I I stunk. I believe is what he said. So uh, <laughs> no, play like a crap. Of, a lot of that going around. Uh, there was it was just like literally like you ask a question and Mitch just gives a more self deprecating answer about how bad his play was. We had to keep it to like three minutes, otherwise things were going to get real bad. Uh, he was he was he was pretty negative there. Man, talk about talk talk about negative there. Let's keep the negative rolling though. Unfortunately. Um, we talked about the level two, the, the the two skull guys. I got a couple three skull guys here 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 as well. Trubisky and Pickens got two skulls, three skull guys. I got Mason Cole and Demonte KZ and Allen. I I think KZ is becoming a problem for the Steelers because now he's being part of giving up big plays regularly, and I don't know if he has an answer to stop that from happening. You know what's weird is that he was pretty good when Minka Fitzpatrick wasn't in the lineup. 
Mm-hmm. And not like and, and he had not played that well earlier in the season before Fitzpatrick was hurt, and now he's not playing that well right now. I don't really understand if it's the difference between the two safety positions. They're not really used all that differently in the Steelers' defense right now. Uh, so I don't really know if that's what's going on or what, but like the long pass to Juju Smith-Schuster on the opening drive goes right over KZ. Probably an mm-hmm. interception if he turns around and finds the ball. Uh, the touchdown, the long touchdown to Hunter Henry. Uh, easily probably should have been an interception and Casey wasn't able to come down with it. You can actually see, I think it was Patrick Peterson was in trail coverage on that play. Mm-hmm. And he kind of puts his hands up like, Oh, we got it. Oh, they got it. Like that. Mm-hmm. You can't have those kind of plays when you're playing safety. Yeah. You, it's, it's a tough job. I'm not saying like, it is a tough job because you are the last line of defense. Like if you screw up, it's probably mm-hmm. a big play. And, and there's just a little bit too much of that in Devontae KZ's game right now. I think there's got to be a way they can move him around, maybe use him more in some of the ways they were using him when Minka was out. I don't mm-hmm. know. He was a good player last year. He was good when Minka was out. They have not found a way for him to be good alongside Minka Fitzpatrick this year. And I think it's been kind of an untalked about problem on this defense that's been um, – what did, what did Mike say? Uh Things that have been continually cropping up, or something like yeah. that. I, I yes. can't remember the exact exactly. wording he used. I know, I know, I know exactly. That has what been you're one about. of those things that yes. has continually been cropping up. Yeah, absolutely. They need dominance. They don't need just. They have the resources. That's where that that's where things need to be. And hey, Kansas City's a place for that. We'll see how that cha- uh, that, that that affects things moving forward for that for that team, but. I think that the Steelers right now, as they're constituted, they play. I thought it was funny that Mike Tomlin brushed off the first thirty minutes when asked about, you know, how this how the Steelers start a game because thirty the first thirty minutes are part of the overall sixty minutes. But there's still potential for this defense to rise up and beat the teams that are in front of them. But at the same time, that defense is going to have to do it because to me, if the Steelers are going to be a real playoff team, the Steelers defense is going to have to put in some serious work and win some crazy games down the stretch here, at least going two and two. Well, I think that's kind of like Mike Tomlin almost set that expectation. Like he started yeah. the press conference after a disastrous game on yep. offense and said, well, we got to stop and we got to not give up seven points after the turnover. Not like Thanks. we can't throw the Thanks. ball into triple coverage to Jabril Peppers. Like that wasn't where he started. It was our defense needs to hold him to a field goal there. Like he's very clearly putting the expectation that if mm-hmm. this team is going anywhere, it is going on the backs of its defense, and um, we'll see how that goes. T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, the concussion protocol. Cross your fingers on that one because that could be very interesting if that plays out this week and those guys don't suit up. The the If you're putting things on the back of the defense, I, I want those guys involved. A- absolutely. We'll keep you updated with what all things happen here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast throughout the week. He's Alan Saunders. Alan, let people know you can find you, follow you, get more of your work. At a Saunders underscore PGH on X, PGH Steelers Now, SteelersNow.com. And you can check out the Steelers Afternoon Drive podcast with me, Zachary Smith. And I think maybe I'll, we'll, we'll get Chris Carter in on this week, too, if we can line him up with the basketball schedule. Let's again. do it. And, uh, and, and we'll do it again. I'm excited for it. Thank you, Alan, so much for coming on the Locked on Steelers podcast. Thank you all for tuning into the Locked on Steelers podcast. As always, you can find the show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to this channel to get all of our daily Monday through Friday episodes, whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, get here. It's a big help. Thanks again for Alan for coming on. We'll see you tomorrow with more on your Pittsburgh Steelers right here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. 